Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode number 50 for the 20th of July, 2007. James. Hello, Ian. Welcome back. Indeed. It's been a couple of weeks. I've missed you. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) Really? I mean, it's... It's been a, been a while. I've missed my podcasting, and I'm I'm sure the listener out there has also <laughs> missed it. Has also missed it. Um, well, we're back with Avengers. Back with Avengers. Bags of news, and what is uh, podcast number fifty? Number so, fifty. So we're going to talk in on the couch about the usual stuff. We've got UK news, international news, content, IPTV, mobile gaming, and funky other stuff. It's good to be back in sunny England. <laughs> Liquid sunshine. <laughs> Liquid sunshine falling from the sky. Yes. Uh, and quite a lot been going on in the UK um, since you've been away, mm-hmm. as always. Um, I guess typically uh, the cable business is going through all sorts of uh, trials and tribulations with uh, Virgin Media. We obviously talked about that in previous episodes, mm. recently uh, acquiring uh, the, the brand there. Now, Carlisle, one of the big investment banks, is looking to, or private investors, is looking to buy Virgin Media. has put an offer in. I don't know quite where that stands so, at the moment. So what does that mean? Does that mean they'll well, keep the brand? I mean, they've spent a lot of well, money. Well, they've also said they might ditch the brand. Oh, <laughs> really? After all that? <laughs> just because, I mean, it's very attractive to an investor because cable generally, cable businesses generate huge amounts of cash because yes. obviously there's subscriptions coming in. Yes. So that's really it's good if you're into private equity because you can use that cash to service huge debts and things like that. Uh, so right. um, that's quite interesting. Um, obviously, the continuing spat goes on between them and the DTH operator here, Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all happening. Um, meanwhile, in the terrestrial domain, there's all sorts of things happening there with uh, people launching new interactive services or on the back of the Freeview mm-hmm. um, area. There's a, a group called uh, Ocean Blue Software um, who essentially seems to provide sort of middleware and games on top of Freeview boxes, and they're looking to provide a sort of top-up interactive package right? Um, on top of the, that service. Um, so they're essentially wanting to provide software to set the box manufacturers to provide yes. a differentiated product, I guess. Yeah, right? which I think is a tough sell, because if you're going into your, you know, the Walmart, Asda's or whatever, you're just looking mm. for if you want to another box for that other TV. I know. You want to pay an extra five pounds for a bunch of games? It's on difficult your box to have the, you know, the, the Saturday store guy tell you why this is such a good deal. But um, <laughs> you know, good luck to them. I think you know, maybe that's what I know there are a few other people looking to do a similar thing out there. That's quite challenging, actually, because M- I mean, all the Freeview boxes in the UK come with MHEG 5, yeah. which is a sort of interactive... It's like PowerPoint, in a way. It's pretty limited yeah, in what you can actually you do. You can kind of put stuff on the screen and do some limited yeah. interactivity. But they're actually expanding that capability by adding an API, basically, that runs in C on these yeah, boxes. So. Which will get the most out of them, to be sure, but it'll be pretty much proprietary, so see what happens. But, I mean, it depends on the games, to be honest. Yeah. Well, what, what have they got? Uh, Tetris? Presumably, well, Tetris, yeah. Tetris. Snake and Breakout? Classics. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're yeah. going, going for the retro stage. Well, I mean, it's like in the, the early days when you bought a colour TV, you get a free games console with it or something like that. And a lot yeah, of TV, right. a lot of consumer devices now include games. I mean, phones, phones for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but... I'm not sure that makes you... It's almost like you have to have them or you're, mm. you're not going to buy it for that. Um, the other sort of news which just came out yesterday was uh, you're probably aware before you, you went away, uh, Ian, that there had been some scandals in the UK about 
various kind of interactive shows being spoofed or faked because yes. basically this is people using the, the telephone network to call back or dial back and call premium rate numbers and these networks presumably weren't particularly reliable or certainly weren't fault tolerant so they were crashing and right. so in a lot of live shows they had to kind of make up the have winners some backups it, well, <laughs> well they, the, the, you know, they clearly didn't have backups so when it came around to nominating winners and things like that they just had to get kids in from the producers kids and get them to say Right. on the crackly speaker and say oh i'm dialing in from here you know this is the answer and apparently it, it's not just it's, it's classics like blue peter which is this has happened on a lot mm-hmm. of um a lot of embarrassment for the bbc and even others things like national campaigns like children in need and uh oh really so like, like charities so they well. basically just stopped all interactive stuff on the bbc while they try and sort Jeez. something out but you know I, i've always wondered about this stuff because on the occasional late night can't sleep or yeah. Come back late from the pub, you'd pop the TV on, it'd be one of those dodgy game shows. And yeah. I remember actually dialing up once and it said, I'm sorry, you have been unlucky in being able to answer the question on screen and hung up on me, which... <laughs> I don't you know, know how sad that is. <laughs> <laughs> for a pound, it's like, uh, well, how do, you, how do you know? Who actually gets through? So, uh, you know, yeah. I've always wondered whether or not, I mean... Well, these are supposed to be games of skill because games of chance aren't allowed, I think. So they have to ask ah. you the question, you know, what colour is an orange? Right. But if you can't get through to answer it, then... You know. Well, then do you know if you've been billed or not? I mean, the same yeah. thing, I mean, yeah. maybe I should, a good opportunity to talk about my BT Vision experience where mm-hmm. you know, I have bought one thing and I got the bill and it was sent to the wrong address and five bits of paper and for, for 50p. Oh, definitely. I mean, but I did try and buy a movie at the weekend. I said, you know, this mm. seems, because I, I tried the VOD and it kind of was working. Right. So I tried to buy, first of all, the box had locked up, so I had to reboot, wait wait a few minutes. Right. Browsed my Apple TV. Uh-huh. Going. Um, then I, I went, I was trying to buy the, have you seen Deja Vu? The, um, I think I've seen that before. <laughs> I've got some memory of it. <laughs> but it was better, than, uh, that was Deja Vu, better the first time. <laughs> um, so I said, oh, fantastic. You know, sat down with the missus and we were, and then. And? A couple of seconds. <laughs> Error V01, you have not been charged for this. You know, please hmm. uh, contact our technical stuff. Right, that's it. That'll be switched off for another few months before yes. looking at that. But, uh, that's disappointing. Disappointing, but again, free. So what do I care? You know? Well, it's interesting because um, I had some some reasonable success with British Airways' new VOD system on yep. their planes uh, overnight. They've, they're revamping their planes and uh, at long last putting a VOD system in place, which is actually quite a technical challenge. I mean, you've essentially got, what, four or five hundred you know, video streams all running simultaneously mm-hmm. that all have to work non-stop. And a couple of PCs, short that out. <laughs> it's a small well, screen, doesn't need to be full rest, does it? I mean, true, true. But I mean, it is a lot of bandwidth to send to a lot of boxes, you know, doing rewinds and fast yeah, forwards yeah, yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And it did actually work for most of the night, which is quite impressive. Yeah. I mean, I've heard actually in, in um, airplanes, there's a huge amount of copper, so that the weight of that, all those cables, so they're looking ah. at doing things wirelessly. Right. That will save them a lot of weight, and actually, yeah. But they have to get you know the F- FCC FAA approval for yeah. wireless communication. But that that's ideal on on planes because you can save having all the the wires going. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of copper, a lot of you know five hundred uh, copper looms. Going exactly, in. that's a lot of wiring can be done. A lot of weight, and I understand it's the uh, what's actually holding up the the uh, Airbus A three eighties all the wiring problems they're having. So that, yeah, that makes sense. Well, let's hope they get it right. Well, appreciate always BT Vision. <laughs> What have we got internationally? Internationally, um, well, other than uh, a little bit of news here, which is kind of IPTV news in a way, mm-hmm. um, about IPTV launching in, in India, in Delhi. Yep. Um, MTNL, who I think was one of the two government, so there's VSNL and MTNL, the two ex-government of India um, telephone operations, have launched a service um, 
it's a bit confusing here. The cost is 500 rupees a month, which mm-hmm. I think my it's a roughly around $15, something like that, US okay. a month. Uh, but you have to buy the box for a uh, quick bit of math, six times that amount. So we're talking 90 US dollars. Right. But you have to buy it. But I think that's peculiar to India, where even for DTH and stuff, you have to buy the box. Whereas in most other territories, you kind of you get, get that the box for free, for free yeah. or it's included in the rental cost. But then once you've bought it, you're kind of, mm. you've bought it. But they are offering a rental on a yearly or quarterly basis, presumably with a thumping great deposit as well. Mm. Um, 30 channels and then other other bits and bobs put together. It doesn't look like a particularly great offering when DTH is offering like 100 channels. So yeah. particularly on the, the volume side, they're not really doing that. So it's a bit unusual. Um, they do have video on demand, video on demand, and time shifting TV, which, which is, is cool. Interesting whether that's in the box or not, because ah, yeah, you know, um, uh, I know on the content news, maybe a bit of a bridge to that. And cable Vision are back in the. There's some news about Cable Vision in the US. Who remember were were held up by mm. the court, so a cease and desist on their uh, remote VCR stuff. Mm. Um, and so, sounds like they're doing a similar thing in India, but. I think it's like the Sosumi kind of thing. It's like, well, you <laughs> know, right. see you in court in 25 years, you know, once, <laughs> once it gets through the system in India, uh, which I'm sure is a very good legal system, by the way. Um, so that's that's all kind of quite interesting. But it, certainly Cablevision looks like mm. the, the court has said you know, it, uh, they're not trying to restrict the technology, it's just the rights. And I think we talked about this before. Right. It's basically the reason they're not allowed to do it is because they haven't bought the license to do it. There's nothing. There's nothing to do with the technology at all. Um, and it's just the rights owners wanting more cash. Yes. Um, Well, I mean, we're getting to the point now where uh, the contracts that content providers are making with uh, cable and satellite providers mm. are becoming narrower and narrower. Originally, I mean, I I think about 10 years ago, the the country rights. (laughs) The contracts contracts were like, uh, anything pay TV related, go for it, have a nice life. Uh, These days, it's like on a particular satellite or on a yeah. particular IP packets of, of this length, MTU. Exactly, or non-IP, you know, <laughs> all this stuff's all built in now, so they're becoming narrower yeah. and narrower because the content providers want to do, you know, want to be able to cut their cake in many ways, I guess, and have IP rights, have But is that uh, because stuff's rights. been stolen as well? I mean, they're worried about, you know, they don't want stuff to go out there for free, so True. they want to make sure they get the most out of it. True. Because there's the concept of sort of total life of how much you're going to get out of this bit of content. If you commission yes. it for a million dollars, you want to make sure you get you know, a couple of bucks for million, it. you yeah. know, a couple of bucks over the whole lifetime, but it's difficult to <laughs> yes. predict what that lifetime cost is. Yeah. Um, very mm. interesting. Uh, another, uh, maybe, I don't know if this is content. I kind of wake this up there because mm-hmm. ST Microelectronics, who's one of the major uh, silicon vendors out there that puts MPEG-2 and M- now MPEG-4 decoders Indeed. out there. And obviously these are the, the things that are in DVD players and uh, all manner of consumer yeah, electronics of stuff yep. now. Yep. Um, 400 million They've shipped 400 million of these devices now. That's a lot. How much um, of that do you reckon would be MPEG-4? Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but st- I'd imagine certainly starting couple, to creep probably up. Probably a couple of million, I would think. Maybe yeah. two, three million. Um, but that's a, that's a lot of, that's lot of a boxes. Lot of I mean, it's not just... I, I, when I saw this, I guess like you, I thought that set-top boxes. Um, yeah, but you know, just preview your, and things like that. But the DVD yeah, yeah, stuff... Yeah, exactly. I mean, we always um, forget that uh, DVDs are MPEG-2. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they do portable devices... They're doing chipsets, a few, they? actually. Yeah, they, they've got a. I think Nomadic is the name of their platform. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at getting into the DVB-T stuff as well and the DVB-H right. as well. Right. Um, so that's quite cool. I guess on the low power side as well, looking at how they can 
use less yeah. power. Oh, congratulations, um, ST. That's yeah, a and good, I guess they're doing Blu-ray and HD DVD as well. So exactly. um, it's it's a funny release, but uh, you know, they are certainly out there, and they've got a lot of a lot of traction. So I think that's four hundred million puts into perspective, I guess, on mm. the, the the pay TV market which we're involved in. Um, what other content news have I got there? Amazon. What are they doing? Yeah, um, we talked before about this Amazon Unbox service, which is um, mm, we can buy. It was like the day before Apple TV or something, wasn't yeah, it? They so can buy can, DVD content from Amazon directly. Is that right? Yeah, it was download. download to own, right. um, and but there it was to the PC. Now TiVo have got in on the act, and they're doing um, basically download onto your TiVo or mm-hmm. a direct purchase from your TiVo. I think it is. And this is this is very cool because this is not what the Apple TV is capable of of doing at the moment. One of the big criticisms That's with right. Apple TV is that you, know, you plug this box in and, and you can see your content from your PC, yeah, but it really just moves the content from your PC uh, to the Apple TV and you can watch it. Except for the, uh, the YouTube domain. Uh, and, and you YouTube. can log okay, into YouTube enough. and you download, you can view that directly on the box. It's not, but I think it does some pre-caching as well. I'm not, I'm not uh, sure, really, okay. but you can definitely go and look at, you're YouTube. searching a limited database which has been right. reformatted because remember the Apple TV is literally sort of crippled to only do H.264. Mm-hmm. I've been actually doing some transcoding at home where I've been, mm-hmm. I've watched a great, uh, some. I watched the iPhone thing and I've watched some other, yep. other South Park kind of stuff, which someone gave me a great World of Warcraft South Park mm-hmm. episode, which you haven't <laughs> seen it, is a, an epic episode. Um, but transcoding that, but it is a bit of, it's a pain and it's yep. a geeky thing yep. to transcode and put it on there. Yep. But YouTube does go out there. When is the Apple store going to appear? I don't know. I think um, I think they're crazy not to have it on there yeah. because if you if you're there and you see a movie and you click 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 yeah. and you buy and watch, I don't know if you can in the US actually because I first thing you do when you turn it on you have to select which country you're in. Mm-hmm. The TV shows and movies are there and you might be able to click and buy I because it's linked so. into iTunes, which has got your account details and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. But again, again, it's probably it's probably the content owners wanting yeah. more rights. Well, wanting more. Fairly certain this Amazon Unbox deal money. with TiVo is just for the US. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know it, things. Plus ça change, as they say, I think. In, uh, Indeed. So, whilst um, um, the UK is a hotbed of TV stuff, the US seems to be a hotbed of yeah. downloadable stuff. Well, there's a lot of IP TV coming up here, 4OD, things like that. Mm, uh, a lot of people and I, BBC, okay. I play a lot to the PC, but not to other devices. Yes. Um, Cinema Now also announced uh, they're doing a movie download service for the Xbox 360. Oh, wow, um, that's cool. Maybe we'll touch on a bit. E3 was last week uh, in the US, and I think... Microsoft, Microsoft did announce a new Xbox 360 Elite and the a Halo themed one, which we'll talk about later on as well. Okay. Uh, but Cinema Now is one of these, it's like Netflix, it's a movie download service. Right. They've announced it on the 360. I think the 360's got a pretty small hard drive, or there's certainly what, what does base, it come with base one does. The ones that are still working, 20, of course, after this yeah, funny recall right. thing, but that's another story. But the new ones have like 160 gigs in them, the Elite. Something like, series, yeah, if you right? get the new one. But obviously the majority of the deployed base is the regular ones, which yeah. don't have much disk space. So Cinema Now is um, basically supporting Arcos portable devices. All right, um, that's cool. As well as... Um, I presume that's Microsoft DRM, is that right? Yeah, Microsoft DRM, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, they're also building into, they've, they've announced going into HP's new TVs. Dell are getting out of TVs, HP are getting into TVs. <laughs> but uh, that seems pretty cool. But um, That's great. But the, even there, they're segmenting. We talked about you know download to own and download mm. to burn. Mm. Not all of the library they have is available in that sense. There's a very small um, okay. very small amount. So it's, all, it's all early days for all this mm. sort of stuff, isn't it? Yeah, people are trying. They're not putting mm. the best stuff there. Um, mm-hmm. and they're trying it out seeing how it goes but I guess the Xbox 
I don't. I'm not an Xbox owner. I don't know how many people watch stuff on their Xbox. Um, I know. That was the other thing I learned the other day actually about the Wii. I know we've both got Wiis. Mm-hmm. Um, on the power consumption thing, totally random. But Wiis <laughs> use more power when they're off than when they're on. Really? It's, but I, I guess it's only if you have the Wii Connect 24 on because mm. think about it, the Wi-Fi isn't used during the game. Oh right, of course. There's no game. Yeah. I think only Mario Football or something has got. That. Right. But when it's off, it's trying to find me's and getting mail and things like that. So it uses more right. power when it's off <laughs> than when it's on, allegedly. Hmm, that's interesting. But, uh, I haven't got a little meter out. Um, but yeah, Wii's, there's consumption of media on Wii's as well. I mean, mm-hmm. most consoles now are wired up, so we'll, we'll see what uh, what transpires there. Um, IPTV, another peer-to-peer network has has been announced. And I've signed up for the, the beta on this, but uh, as yet, they're sort of, it's very much a closed uh, beta at the moment. Um, and this is built on Silverlight, which we talked about before, which is, I think, Microsoft's... Um, Broadly speaking, it's like an Adobe Flash environment, but in, the Microsoft, but in the Microsoft domain. Right. And it does video very well. Uh, and they've teamed up with a company in the UK called Skinkers, I think it is. Skinkers. Yep. Um, You're just wanting to mispronounce that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, a London-based company. And they've teamed up with Silverlight to do a, a thing called uh, Live Station, uh-huh. Um, which is supposed to be a you know juice or babel gum killer, but using Microsoft technology. Right. Um, and we'll and as I said, I've signed up. We'll see if we get more about that. About mm. that, see what it comes up. Well, with. Well, it's interesting because it uses Microsoft VC One, which is broadly similar yes. in terms of functionality to yep. MPEG Four. Um, and uh, is uh, trying to use peering to improve efficiency, which is pretty tricky with uh, any sort of compression scheme to. Uh, to be able to improve efficiency, normally means you have to have a big buffer and you're pulling from different people yeah. at different times. And again, and is it live? It doesn't really give much detail. It's called Live content. Station. How can it not be live? Yeah, yeah. It remains to be seen exactly what's um, what the content is. But um, you know, they they claim to have um, most of their stuff on Skinkers has been distributing media for. So it's more of a content delivery network, right? For large companies, so they're saying. Okay. Um, but as I said, it's a closed trial. I've signed up. Okay, we'll find out more news as it more comes news to hand. As it comes up. If it doesn't work on a Mac, <laughs> it's not going to work for you. Um, does uh, does uh, Silverlight work on a Mac? Yeah, there, does, are, there are and there are ports uh, for Linux machines as well. I mean, that's I think Microsoft's goal here is to still get this because they make a huge amount of money from software. Yes, and they need to get that on multiple platforms. Yes, so absolutely. Silverlight, if it's like a, an Adobe mm. Flash, is mm. it's completely cross-platform, so they yep. can get a nice platform out there. And that's why Flash has been so popular in that yes. it's everywhere. So, mm, Very cool. I look forward um, to hearing more about that. Now, where you've been in South Africa, I think. Was there any iPhone sort of stories there? Did you see anything? I mean, I've been in South Africa and Botswana and Zimbabwe, yeah. which are, uh, at least those last two are some of the poorer countries on the planet. Although right. I, I have to go and look now to see if we have any listeners uh, in those and countries. If you, if you manage to get your internet working now, in this I'm country. I'm sure you've been out there, you know, <laughs> flying the flag for On The Couch podcast. And we'll see if there's any feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. Um, send us your stuff. But any uh, iPhone stuff? Uh, very there? little iPhone news. Right. Moment, <laughs> from, from, uh, from Africa. We've got a few other considerations <laughs> at the moment other than their iPhones. But <laughs> well, there's a bit of a bit of news obviously has been frittering around. Um, some of you may see, and I think the, the most... Uh, I guess heart-wrenching stuff I've seen is this, this site, which some of you, some of our listeners may have seen. I don't know if you've ever seen it, called willitblend.com. Willitblend is a fantastic site. Uh, and and as, a, as a big advert for blenders, presumably. Yeah, well, it is. There's this blend tech is the thing. But I mean, <laughs> I can't remember. The, what's the first thing I saw blended? It's someone, it was something, the guy was blending a, a hammer. 
Really? <laughs> it's, it's like, I thought, oh, it's like, a, you, I mean, these things are obviously straight on YouTube, but the Will It Blend site's got it there as well. Anyway, I, <laughs> I saw it blending something as like, it was a crowbar. It was, blending, right, it was right. like a, you know, thing for jamming open doors or something. Yep. And just, did it blend? No, it didn't blend, but it didn't break the blender either. Wow, <laughs> I mean, that's okay, and, so it's a pretty uh, impressive blender. The old electric, I think uh, maybe a PSP. I think they blended a PSP oh, really? or something. I've, seen, I've seen the one with the iPod where they blend an iPod. Oh, yeah, it was an iPod. Maybe that was the iPod. But, I mean, basically, the guy blended a... Um, he was showing the Will It Blend video, and, it, and then it expanded out, and he was holding an iPhone, and he just <gasps> drops it in the machine and blends it. Oh, no. And it turned out to just sort of some black ash lots of smoke and the metal ring that goes around the outside the metal loop that was it so really so it did blend uh, it did blend indeed <laughs> we spent all this <laughs> this money is a warning do not inhale the smoke that comes out of here the, but uh, so and they put the the bits on ebay apparently so um <laughs> so i, rec- I recommend that to anyone if you want to see an eye and the, but he did pull one out of his back pocket and said we've got two don't worry <laughs> um oh my goodness so that's uh, iphone news there's also um Lots of developer events coming up because there's this thing about no no applications on it. Yes, Apple's holding some. There's another group uh, who's holding independent development things. A lot of them saying you have to go through the web environment mm-hmm. to do that. Um, some UK hacker has allegedly managed to get it working on the Vodafone network in the UK. All right. Um, there's lots of rumours as to which network has got the iPhone in Europe. Yes. Um, I think T-Mobile announced it in Germany. Um, but the rumor is that all of the networks are saying, well, it, it doesn't have 3G, so we're not that not psyched king. about it, you know, yeah. because we've invested billions in 3G. Yeah. This could be the thing that actually makes it work. Exactly. So um, are they going to wait for the 3G wait version? Wait for the 3G they? version. And I think that's mm. generally the consensus a lot of people are saying is, you know, that it's a cool, it is an amazing product, but they'll wait until yeah. uh, two or the second or third generation comes out, which I guess is going to include 3G at some point. Um, I did um, also hear that uh, someone has actually being able to hack the iPhone so you can create uh, native applications to run on the iPhone. Uh, yeah, someone did a Hello World thing, allegedly. Mm. But, I mean, it's all a bit... And that's alleged. very exciting because uh, all the applications... You know, we talked about this before that the, whilst they were saying, yeah, we, we can run applica- mm-hmm. you can run applications, third-party applications on the iPhone, it's all sandboxed by being as part of the web and being connected and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, if you can actually... But I'm Even not quite sure. I mean, some people have got root access and they've gone in there. And I think what I heard was they've gone down to the processor and they've written some stuff that runs on the processor. Right. So maybe it doesn't do anything else at the same time. But mm, okay. So it's not. Yeah, okay. So it's taken over the whole operating <laughs> yeah, system. It's right, ripped right. out the entire But still, this is, this is uh, promising. I mean, if Apple sees this and maybe I'm they're going to sure. go, oh, we'll open it up and they'll do it. I mean, some great obviously, the pressure was to get the hardware and get it working and then. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah. Um, still on my Christmas list, I think. Yeah, but, uh, you know, we'll see. So you're still going to get one, even if it's not 3G. When it comes well, to, I don't Europe. have a 3G network. I'm sure where I live in the countryside, we can barely <laughs> That's get right, it. It's not going to. Especially if it's not on Vodafone, I ain't getting it because there won't be any reception <laughs> anyway. So, um, even my wife wants one. Actually, cool. So I think it's an aspirational thing. That it's again the brand of Apple. It is, great. and you know, when you go to meetings and everyone puts their mobile phones down, and you put your iPhone down, you will be the coolest, <laughs> coolest person in the room. Exactly. Um, right. So that was the uh, kind of mobile. Oh, there's another story about iPhone, which was interesting because it's it, it, probably on US campuses. It's the first portable or the first almost ubiquitous, let's say, because over a million allegedly have been sold. But on some Jeez. campuses, your high school freshmen are going to be hey, <laughs> you know, pulling the chicks with the phone or whatever. Exactly. But they're walking with the Wi-Fi stuff, and and mm-hmm. because it's um, it's kind of. Uh, what is it? Auto, auto homing. It picks up whichever network is there. So right, it so defaults. Connects automatically yeah, it, while you're if not. If Wi Fi's not there, it'll go to Edge. But right. if Edge, if Wi Fi's there, it'll go to that. So mm-hmm. 
all the, the kids are arriving on campus and they've got uh, fairly standard distributed Wi-Fi networks. And mm-hmm. apparently the routers can't handle all these phones arriving at the same time and asking for IP addresses. Right. And it's on some campuses they're saying it's crashing the routers and they've got problems wow. because this kind of modality has never really happened before. So, so um, the iPhone is really... It, well, it's stressing things out, I suppose, mm. on, on mobile Wi-Fi. I mean, okay, the Nokia N95 is probably more of a sort of... A, bat belt kind of does yes. everything kind of gps kind of thing but it, there aren't a lot of them around <laughs> whereas maybe they're more iphones anyway enough iphone stuff okay so gaming now i heard rumors about there being a new psp yeah, you're so you've been in the jungle for too long <laughs> um last week at uh, e3 which was until this year apparently you know a really mega games event they moved mm-hmm. it out of um out of vegas and it's, it's gone yep. to some shed <laughs> in, uh, in Northern California. Um, right. But it wasn't really much going on. No real amazing news apart from, well, no real amazing news at all. Um, maybe a bit of Wii news. A uh, new PSP did come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, PSP Slim or something. Right. Slot load UMD. Okay. A uh, few millimeters thinner, a few millimeters shorter. No infrared port on but it. We never use that anyway. Well, exactly. But yep. no. um, that was about it there. Um, Halo was previewed on the Xbox 360. Okay, this is Halo uh, 3. And they came with a special Xbox 316 green, you know, right. the Master Chief colors or whatever. Um, <laughs> right. Also, while you're away, it's probably worth mentioning Xbox. Uh, Microsoft announced they would have an extended warranty on all Xboxes. They've been, have been having this red ring of death. Right. Um, where allegedly up to sort of 30% of Xbox 360s have died. My goodness. Um, and they've had to re. That's and they were charging people a hundred bucks or something for oh, really? uh, to refurbish. And now they said they'll do it for free at a cost. Analysts say of you know one point one billion dollars, which is you know, probably you know half a percent of what Microsoft has in the bank. <laughs> True, um, but still, that's it's, yeah, it's it's yeah, there. It's, it's but, more the reputation, uh, I think, that's, exactly. that's the worry. Um, I don't know anyone who's had that problem. Maybe it could be mm. just a US kind of thing, but there's mm. a lot of boxes out there. Um, coincidentally, the head guy of Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty is is leaving. Uh, Microsoft and it's moving to EA so uh, (laughs) I don't know whether that's just a head hat to roll or something maybe it was more of a right maybe he's going to have more fun beating up on Microsoft as opposed to being beaten up well I'm sure EA sells quite a few games on the Xbox Uh, platform so I don't think you know it's it's in in the family there Um, on the numbers games uh, a million PS3 has apparently been sold in Japan but still tracking well behind the Wii yep um same in the US, I think. I mean, obviously, the Xbox 360 has had a year on everyone else, so it's probably still got more Wii's. Wii's are still in short supply, and they said, you know, it's still going to be amazing. tricky to get a Wii for the next three months. Um, and uh, it's it's still a remarkable product. They did come out with a new thing called Wii Fit, which you hadn't heard about, which I can tell no, you. No, tell me about Wii Fit. Wii Fit is, um, I've seen a, a few statics, I haven't seen any of the videos yet, but it, it looks a bit like a step board for, you know, if you do step aerobics, I guess you've done right. a bit of that, you know. Oh, yes, I do aerobics all the time, James. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, you know, it, but it's a bit like that. Basically, it's a little. They're kind of like Dance Dance Revolution for the PS2. Well, people have said that, but no. Right. Um, there's another application called Rock Band, actually, uh-huh. which I, I've seen a video of. I, I wasn't quite sure what it was. I'm this not is sure which. Graduating from called. Guitar Hero to Rock Band. So. Yeah, Rock Band is <laughs> drums, cool. guitars, oh, really? and vocals. <laughs> that would but be in Guitar Hero mode, I'm not sure which platform it was on, but it, it right. looks like quite a cool. That looks like fun. But you need to presumably get all of the peripherals <laughs> there. Microphone, right. no problem. Guitar, no problem. But yep. then the drums, the it's, drum a, it's like an action. electronic drum kit, basically. Cool. Um, that looks quite cool. That's but 
you and your um, friends can yeah. <laughs> get it together. So, so uh, we no think, musical sorry. talent required. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just hit these things. Yeah, uh, in time with it. But it looked like it's a mirror. Anyway, I was talking about the the Wii, Wii Fit board, yep. and apparently it's similar to uh, the Wii controllery things, mm-hmm. remotes, I should say. Uh, a couple of sensors in it, so it knows where your weight is, so it can anticipate right. which way you're leaning. Uh, wow. It can measure your body mass index for fitness stuff. It can, and basically, <laughs> it's things like you could do yoga, so mm-hmm. it would know which position you're in by your. Oh my goodness! So I guess it's probably got some sensors map. That's weight, pretty weight cool. Distribution, but I mean, this is again pushing but, the envelope for I a mean, new for type the, of interface. Less than a cost of a month's gym membership. Exactly, you, you know, can you can not get fit in your own home as opposed <laughs> to not not getting fit in the gym. Uh, a bit of gaming news there. Um, that sounds great. But not the big, no, no big stuff coming out there. Um, mm. No great announcements. Um, Sony dropped the price on the PS3 as well, oh, but only on the time. one with the smaller disc. Right. And the feeling but is no it's one maybe that one. well, exactly. So maybe they're, they're, just, trying to get they're just end of life it and just yeah. drop the price. So yep. um, other stuff. Well, it looks like those crazy Australians have done some. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a funny one. Some Australian scientists have come up with a box that lets television viewers change channels, switch on the DVD player, or switch off an irritating presenter with a wave of a hand. It's basically, they've got a little camera thingy which can interpret sa- uh, hand signals. Um, That's very cool. And obviously, this is pretty much uh, really exciting at the moment with your Microsoft sort of interactive coffee table, your iPhone mm-hmm. gestures and all this kind of stuff. But you... Um, move up a channel by doing thumbs up, down by thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Um, do a sort of do like a, a clenched fist to start the vid- <laughs> the DVD player. That's Select cool. your channel with scissors, paper, stone, all this kind of stuff. That sounds um, really cool. But it does sound like a bit of a. I'm sure the MIT Media Lab did this before. Well, <laughs> sure. I, you can't knock a I mean, this is, I mean, this is know, the um, Wollongong University. Wollongong University, yeah. What are they, where this, is that? Wollongong. Is that in Sydney, is it? It's just south of Sydney. Okay. When my first job is. Isn't that the sea? Uh, no, <laughs> it's the harbour. <laughs> no, just south of Sydney. Your first job was nice. my first job. Floors in the no, no, my first job was at the CSIRO, which is a government research organisation. Right. And my job title was in fact experimental scientist. And I had the greatest fun trying to open <laughs> a bank account. The Muppets with the guy who has the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. the <laughs> So I'm trying to open a bank account. And they go, "What's your job title?" And I'm saying, "Experimental scientist." And they didn't have a category for me. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, you have to go back and get another job. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> They're a bit funny about credit there in, in Australia, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah. are. They are. But um, yeah, so those Australian scientists are creating new ways of interacting with television. So it requires a camera. Uh, I don't quite know how it understands which hand it's watching and if two people are doing different hand actions at the same time. It does how say, crucially, works. for anyone with small children, pets, or gesticulating family members, <laughs> the software can distinguish between real commands and unintentional gestures. Wow. That's probably the tricky bit. There we go. That's Sometimes cool. probably is the answer. Well, I'm going to see uh, if I can find out any more information about that because that, that sounds incredibly. Cool. They also want to adapt it for use with computer games consoles. There you go. Fair enough. Because, you know, pretty- hunting for the remote control could be a thing of the past when you can just wave at your television and tell I'm it to sure. change I mean, this channels. is going to be a piece of cake for your PS3 with its little camera on it. Well, it's got enough grunt to do anything at that point, <laughs> it's isn't like, it? Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true, because the um, PS2 had that eye toy thing, which could yeah. see movements and stuff. And the so. PS3 camera. I'm waiting. That's going to be my on my Christmas list as well. PS3 camera. Fantastic. stuff. And I think there was an element of that, actually, in that rock band game. It looked like yeah, they, right. were, they were mapping the people onto the onto the screen. <laughs> right. So mixing in you doing your band stuff into well, the cool. game So as you can well. make yeah. videos of yourself playing mm. in the rock band. And I think so. I, the video I saw was... Um, YouTube will never be the same. Yeah, it was on YouTube, but it was sponsored Mm -hmm. by uh, MTV. It's kind of sponsored, I suppose, because that's the 
the, uh, the generation. Fantastic. Well, mm. it's good to be back, James. Indeed. And, uh, good to have you back here. You, know, <laughs> you always bring the weather with you. So. I know. It's raining cats and dogs outside. It's crazy. Liquid gold. So that's episode number 50. If in you got the can. Any, in the can. If you've got any feedback, send it to feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. Check out our sister podcast, digitalvisionpodcast.com, which uh, we'll be kicking off again with interviews from interesting people in the industry doing new, new things. Very cool. So have a great week. And... See you in episode 51. Indeed. Bye. Bye now.